You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I know it's bad, but it's not that it bad. It is. It's that bad. It's that bad. I feel like he has taken something from me that I didn't even know I had. And now it's gone, and I am mad. I've never I seen am you mad. I've never seen you this angry over oh. just a picture, just a meme picture online. It is. It's. Re- I mean, yes, that would be upsetting. But I mean, what are the chances it of that really happening? It is awful. It is awful. I mean, it's it not like you're awful. going to. I mean, you're not likely to eat a spider. I don't care. I don't care. You know what? It, like he single-handedly took something away from me that I loved. Wow, this he is has a ruined it. He's All right, ruined. Okay, it's ruined. All right, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our show wherever and however you listen. We appreciate it greatly, and thank you to uh, some of the new subscribers of the Fun Employment Radio yes, Network. Yes, welcome to the family. We're so excited to have you. Welcome and thank you. And don't forget, you can go to funemploymentradio.com/live, or you can subscribe to the live stream. You can uh, do. Six ninety nine a week, or I mean a month. Excuse me, a month. Wow. Six ninety nine a month. <laughs> That's a better deal. <laughs> the first week is free, is what I was trying to say. Yes. So you can try it out and see if you like it. No obligation, and uh, continue on if you want to. Yeah, and it really does help us out. Uh, so mm. anyway, we got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today. We we have a, we have a lot of stuff over this weekend. But Sarah, let's let's address why Sarah is upset here really quick. So this is over something that you saw on Facebook of all things, and it was you know a what? picture. That, uh, it's a picture that has upset me. That has upset me. And you know what? I, I, the thing that also upsets me the most is that I expected more from this individual. Yeah, you've really taken this as a personal thing, as though he had taken the picture himself mm-hmm. and showed this to you just over you. So He did, because people this. kept commenting on it because it was terrifying, and then it kept showing up in my feed, which means he inadvertently made me see it like 67 times. So you are, of course, referencing the one and only Scott Daly. So Scott Daly of Geek in the City and the Daly Sessions and, uh, and one of our like friends. Pretends to be like this nice guy. Like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a great fiancé and like good father to his children. All that stuff aside, yeah, he's a great friend, too. But you know what? All that aside, he has frustrated me. Yes. You are very angry at him. And you actually – I heard you say this today that you – have a vendetta against him and that you are going to find be- any picture that I can to, to make him feel like I do. Yes. I want to take something away from him, be it sleep, be it this <laughs> uh, security that clowns are not going to murder him while he sleeps. Uh-huh. doesn't matter. You know what? He took two of the things I hate the most. He took coffee and he took, or I, one of the things I love the most, one of the things I hate the most, paired them together. He took my love of coffee mm-hmm. and he took my hatred of spiders. And put it together. Like he did this. He did this. He just shared you know someone else's Nobody, picture. No, no, no. Nobody else in my entire, in my Facebook friend community. I have not seen that picture anywhere else except for on his page. Wow. Anywhere. I it is have more so people. disturbing. Yeah, because he's not the only one that shared that on, on my on my timeline. But see, I, I mean, it's it's a little bit disturbing, but it's not that. So here's it what it is. <laughs> here's what it is. What Sarah's talking about, and you may have seen this, and you may have not. We'll post it in the live chat. And maybe I have we'll, it right here. We'll post it up somewhere. Um, but it is a picture of a cup of coffee that is almost drank completely to the bottom. There's like a half inch of coffee left, and at the bottom is a giant spider filling the bottom of the coffee cup, which had obviously been in All there right, probably when it was poured, this my is, guess. This is safe for work, mind you. I'm posting it in the chat. Just be aware. It is a coffee cup with a spider in it, okay? And it is. it sounds like a, I'm being a, like a big old pussy about this, but it is awful. I mean, it's unnerving. Oh, but God. what is the likelihood that you I are going care. to drink a cup of coffee care. and have a giant spider in the bottom? The thing is, the spider's dead, so it's not like it's going to bite you when, it, when you get down there. And... 
It doesn't matter. I'm not afraid of the biting. You know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid of the spider drinking. I'm afraid of enjoying my cup of coffee, and then I get down to the bottom, and there's something down there that shouldn't be, and it's a big fucking spider that's been just marinating in my delicious coffee yeah, that but, gives me life. Yeah, but don't you always look at your cup when you pour it? I always do that, because I want to make sure that the dishwasher got it clean, or that there's nothing in there that, or in this case, like spiders, or make sure there's nothing in there. You always look at the bottom of the cup first. Then you pour the coffee. And it seems to me that this is uh, not something that uh, that you have done. I don't. You know what else? You know what I also feel is like now it's taken away my trust from coffee shops. Uh-huh. Like I mean, I I get my buy, I purchase my coffee. We have the finest coffee in the world here in Portland, Oregon. I bought a coffee today. You know what? Couldn't even really appreciate it. I was poking around at the bottom of it, got a stir stick, and made sure to like swirl around. Did and make you sure really? There's... Yes, I really did. Because <laughs> I bought a coffee, and somebody else had poured my coffee. And since Scott Daly has taken my zest for life away from me single-handedly with this picture, that I have to poke around at the bottom of my goddamn coffee cup to make sure there's not a giant spider sitting at the bottom. Well, you uh, whatever whatever Scott did, Scott has uh, set you off. And I will say this: there's nothing like a Sarah scorned, even though I don't really see how it's appropriate. It doesn't matter. There's no justifying it. When it comes to Sarah and she's upset, and she is going to take that out on him. And I, personally, I'll reap the benefits because I think it'll be funny because of the uh, terrifying clown pictures you're going to be giving oh, him. Oh, yeah. I found one today. Like, it doesn't do anything to me, so I just think it's funny, but I so still clown, don't understand. The clown pictures don't bother me at all. Yeah, but no, it bothers him. It bothers, yeah, it bothers and, Scott. And I just don't see, uh, I, di- I didn't realize this would be something that would upset you. You never know what's going to set Sarah off, but this is... This is it. We've mm-hmm. we've found it out. And so I believe uh, whether he wanted it or not, Scott Daly now has a war on his hands. He has a war and it and it involves clowns. Now we have to also with a with a casually escalating war, you have to under, you have to, you know, hope that both sides understand that you can't go too far. You have to go just far enough to keep exponentially one upping yet not being full on offensive or disgusting like so he, so he. But this wasn't directed at you. It doesn't matter. It was directed at me. I'm his friend. He was sharing it for his friends. Therefore, he was sharing <laughs> it for me. Therefore, and everybody else who saw that, it's. I wasn't the only one that had that kind of reaction. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can see now. I mean, this is thankfully one of those times where I am outside of the war, so I just get to watch it, and it'll be, it'll be fun for me. So. This morning, I spent my majority of time, you know, like making sure that everything was ready for Sportlandia. I always, I, I prioritize my revenge, prioritize, made sure everything was ready for Sportlandia, and then I started looking up scary clown pictures. Uh-huh. And I did come up with one that was pretty disturbing, and I actually have saved a few more, so I have them to sprinkle in throughout the week. All right, on your list of fears, where do spiders rank? I don't. See, our, spiders our special, or snakes? Our special secret. Oh, spiders are worse. Are you kidding okay. me? I like snakes. Don't bother me. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, our special secret guest who's here, who we're going to bring on in a second, was talking about how he just uh, there was a particular movie that came out about spiders that you might or might not remember called. You are talking very very fast. Because when I get scared, I talk fast. Uh huh. I'm disturbed. Yes, you're even itching yourself right now. Okay. I don't know why. Well, I suppose a spider could call. Well, you got a little shut up. Nixon crannies on that shirt there. So. Oh, okay. All right. No, uh, what I'm saying is, I too watched the movie Arachnophobia a little too young, and they put spiders in places that should not be. Yeah, I mean, I admit I do not like bugs. I'm not a fan of bugs. Spiders, for whatever reason, don't bother me as much as as bugs and things with too many legs and I don't know bugs bugs can get they bother me I don't like bugs with all the legs because they get tangled in my hair oh yeah Yeah. I just don't like them because they bite me I get bit by any kind of bug on earth anything there is will bite me like if I go to South America I'm gonna have to get every vaccine possible and just walk around with a mosquito net that's just what I'm gonna be wearing oh it's coming up on bug season for you too oh it's already started oh god I already got I already got bit by something 
on Friday night because it was nice weather out. I sat outside with some friends, had a couple beers, and I already got bit by something. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there like swatting my wrist because it had landed on me and uh, looking like a freak, which is how I usually look this time well, of you're, year. You're always kind of spazzy. Yeah, especially when the bugs start coming out. Well, should I post um, Should I post my picture that I posted on Scott's page? Sure, All right, sure. so I have it here. Why don't you do that? And let's bring on our, let's bring on our uh, super I brought on an guest. oldie but a goodie. Like, we haven't had his, his actual theme in a while. Okay, all right. <laughs> I just love this song. And we're talking about bugs, so I figured, you know. Yeah. Like a garacha. Right, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. This is the slow jam version of it. Is. It is. It's the sexy version. It, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Duran. Hello. Hello. Aaron. Hey. All right, so you you and I were talking before the show about how you two do not, you are not a friend of the spiders. I do not like spiders at all. Yet this picture does not bother you very much. Um, Because it's, it's just a picture. When I was <sighs> a kid, I couldn't oh. even look at... This is here's what's so sad. When I was a little kid, I couldn't even read Spider-Man comics. Wow! Because I knew that there would be spiders in it. Because because Peter Parker will let like Spider-Man crawl, like spiders crawl on his fingers, and he'll jokingly talk to him because mm-hmm. that's what Peter Parker does. Yeah, right. So as a little kid, like I couldn't even watch. I couldn't even read Spider-Man. Yeah. And then probably in about my mid-teens, I started getting over like okay, I can look at pictures of spiders. Yeah. And I'll be okay. Like I still don't like it, but it doesn't it doesn't really mess with me anymore. It reminds me like. Why I don't like them? Yeah, the, the I mean, I guess from a movie, the one thing that weirded me out is Men in Black, and I love that movie, the original one. But uh, the alien Earl or whatever his human name is, yeah, yeah. the cockroaches that Edgar. are crawling oh, all over Edgar. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, sugar. more sugar. Water. Yeah, more sugar. Anyway, um, wow, that was my impression. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. But I mean, because I took great at your highness. <laughs> I got a thousand million miles to feed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Because <laughs> in uh, in college, I took an entomology class, and so it was. Uh, it, there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of spiders that uh, that were brought in, and this guy would um, would bring in different. Uh, different bugs because he had his own collection at home yeah and he would bring them in and make him make you touch them and bring them around make and you touch them yeah so he would bring in like he had his personal touch pet, my bugs his pet <laughs> touch him hissing cockroaches which are those gigantic are cool cockroaches yeah those are cool and he passed it around the class and make it go from person to person and you'd have to have it let it run up your arm and run up your hands and then put your hand out to someone else's and it run to the next one. I did. I refuse oh, to do yeah. it. Now, see, I wouldn't they, do it. They don't bug me. Like, bugs really they don't. They don't bug you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, spiders, and it all happened from when I was quite young. I was probably, um, I don't know, like five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had got our, we were in our first house in Susanville. And uh, I remember going down, we had first started, we had just moved in. And we went to check out the like we kind of unpacked. It was time to like then deal with the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my dad opens the door. And this house was built like in 1910 in Susanville, old, old kind of semi-finished basement. And he opens the door to the basement, and it's a fucking horror movie down there. Oh, God. like not like a few cobwebs. Like you could not see through the basement. There were so many webs. Okay, I don't like that. And I they weren't like and they weren't like the pretty spider webs that you see that yeah. kind of glisten in the dew morning sun. These were the chaotic, like, fucking Black Widow spider webs. Oh, yeah. God. This house oh, was God. riddled with Black oh, Widows. God. Oh, Riddled with Black Widows. <laughs> yeah. That is not a phrase that needs And then what happened is when I was, when I was, same house, I don't know, half a month later. Um, <sighs> I'm getting goosebumps from this horrible this conversation. This is going to get worse, just so you know. Oh. So my dad used to work the night shift, so he <sighs> would he would work from, like, midnight to eight at the prison. 
And I was like five, and I used to crawl into bed with my mom. Like, every morning, I'd, I'd crawl into bed. You know, when you're five mm-hmm. years old, you crawl into bed with mom or whatever. Sure. And um, I used to suck my thumb all the time when I was a little kid. In fact, it was so bad they had to put a gate in my mouth because I was actually oh, yeah, I had the I was changing the shape of my mouth. Wow. Um, but, um, but I, you know, when you're sucking your thumb, you kind of don't like this when you talk. I had had a dream that night. Here's where it gets really weird. Or I thought I had had a dream. Oh, no. No. Where no, no. a spider was crawling up my arm in bed and then onto my face and then into my mouth. Mm-mm. And you know you have one of those dreams where you think you're waking up and you're trying to scream but your body won't scream? Yeah. Those kinds of dreams where your yeah. body's still frozen? Yeah. In my dream... I tried to scream, couldn't, and quivered, and the spider ran out of my mouth, but in doing so, bit my lip on the way out. Oh! That was what I thought was a dream. <sighs> Until I woke up in the morning, and I'm lying next to my mom, because I crawled into bed or whatever, and I'm lying, and it's probably like 6 in the morning, and I think, you know, Mom, I want to go watch cartoons. My mom said, fine, mijo, but quit sucking your thumb. Like, she hadn't rolled over or whatever. I was like, I'm not. She's like, don't lie to me. I can hear it. Like, quit sucking your thumb. Don't lie to me. I'm not thinking my thumb. And then she's pissed because now I've woken her up. Yeah. And I'm blatantly, she thinks I'm blatantly lying to her. And I said, Twim, I'm not sucking my thumb. And she, she rolls, and like she rolls over and I wasn't sucking my thumb. My lip had swollen to about oh. eight times its normal size. Oh, jeez. And was about to burst. Oh. She rushes me to the emergency room. I had indeed, that wasn't a dream I had. A spider had crawled up onto my body sometime. <sighs> They probably into my mouth because clearly I wasn't dreaming what had happened, and then it bit my lip and scurried off. Oh, and they man. had to lance my lip. That is and so messed up. Squirted fluid all the way across the emergency room. Oh, oh god. my god, Aaron! Really? So there you go. You're welcome. Um, so that's why I'm not a I'm not a big fan that of spiders. Is awful. I mean, oh, I've been bit god. by spiders before. I got bit by a brown recluse. Oh, that's in, necrosis. Uh, that. That kills flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I went to the doctor for it, because oh, it was, I've God, talked about this before, it was, with, it was on my it does. calf. I know. And it was when, I, when I'd been camping in Idaho. Do you still have a scar from it? Uh, not, no, because luckily it wasn't, uh, well, it wasn't too bad, because what happened <laughs> was I got, you know, of course, bit by spiders, or bit by mosquitoes I all over. terrified the text box. And, uh, <laughs> and I was scratching my leg, thinking it was just a mosquito bite, and I realized all the other mosquito bites went away, and this one didn't, and there was this little black oh, center to yeah. it. Stop, you so, told us to wait. Why? Why? So why, I went in, why? and the nearest the doctor could say, he was like, Well, yeah, you've been bit by a spider of some kind. My guess is that it was a baby brown, brown recluse. It's like that center, that black part, that's your skin rotting. And so that's what's going on there. <laughs> why and is this necessary? So I had to get on this heavy regimen of antibiotics and yeah, the way, cream and all this stuff. Uh, I, have a, I have another brown recluse story. No, in that's a, enough. Anyway, um, let's just say that there's a kid out there missing three toes now. Um, because at the time, the brown recluse was only in southern states. It was too cold. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, global warming all. They, they were convinced that the brown recluse was not in Susanville because it got too cold for them. Which, by the way, they're there now. Yeah. Uh, but about 15 years ago or so, probably a little bit more, uh, a friend of mine's infant had, they thought it was just like oh, a spider. Geez. And it was, refl- they didn't know what it was. And, and, like, eventually they're like, well, we've heard these brown recluses. And the podunk idiot doctors in my town, the town had one good doctor. And since most of the time's racist, they wouldn't go to him because he was Indian. We went to him. He was amazing, and he literally saved my life. Um, anyway, this family had some racists in it, and they wouldn't go to this guy. But the go-home country doctors said, it can't be a brown recluse. They're not this far north. Well, eventually, they just forced a toxicology test. And, hey, look at that. It is a brown recluse. That's why Junior's two left toes are 
falling off. Oh my god! All right, I think we've but, done um, enough spider. But now that's why I have an accord with spiders. It's kind of like the. It's kind of like in Star Trek. An understanding. It's like the neutral zone in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like Federation and Romulans. Yeah, kind of thing. Like outside, I leave them alone. I know they fulfill the purpose. Right. So outside, I leave them alone. Inside, they're dead. That's an open declaration yep. of war, and I'm defending my territory. That's fair. There is some neutral zone, being the patio or deck. Okay. They are allowed to be there, mm-hmm. provided, of course, that, that you do can not get through. They do not come within striking distance, and they allow for free passage. Sure. If they try to go anywhere near a door, if they go anywhere near where I might deem them. That is you know, a declaration. Then that is them that, you know what, sorry, that there will be no tolerance and they will be destroyed. That's strict but fair. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a fair That's a fair way to look about it. All right, let's, let's move on to Spider. Is that Spider Vader in the text box? Oh, uh, I think so. It doesn't make any sense. All right, from, <laughs> it doesn't from Spiders, <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's change it up a little bit because now I'm starting to get a little bit unnerved. Yeah. Um, so, Aaron, mm-hmm. this yes. weekend, yeah. you were at the Emerald City Comic Con. <laughs> you were yeah, in Seattle, Seattle, yeah, Seattle yeah. Washington. Yeah, at the Washington Convention Center. This was their big, they had doubled in size this year. Wow. This Damn. was their biggest one ever. Uh, how, they took over the entire convention center this time. How many but, people would you think attend that, like if you're estimating? This year, I, I bet you they hit uh, 60,000 people. Wow. Whoa. It's probably, apart from San Diego, it is probably the biggest one on the West Coast now. Dang. Like, without awesome. foil. I mean, it is. it was massive this year. I do have to say, like, a, a, my feed the entire weekend on Facebook. It's the number one trending thing everybody. on Twitter is yeah. ECC right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's huge, and it was so much fun. Um, I didn't go to a lot of the celebrity panels, because I, I go to them to go to the comic book stuff. I go mm-hmm. to a lot of the, the workshops and panels and writing, and I get advice. I like to get to comic book news. I get up there and network and hang out and see all just these great creators up there, hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, I mean, there's a few panels that I would like to go to for celebrity stuff. Yeah, yeah. But usually they're happening the same time as the stuff that, as a career, I really need to and want to go to. Mm-hmm. But um, but Jen went also, and like she went to the Christopher Lloyd panel. That's awesome. And said he was hilarious and great. Was he? Okay, yeah, good. yeah. Christopher Lloyd's one of those guys I never knew whether if in person he'd just be a crabby, crazy old man or whether he'd be really cool. And I'm glad to hear it, so he was really yeah, cool. Yeah, well, a lot of them when they're on stage, they're kind of on. Yeah, that's Although true. Although you will have stories of them just being so bitter, but apparently he was really cool. Um, Jen told me I'd be happy to learn that Back to the Future 3 is also his favorite Back to the Future. Is that your favorite Back it to really the Future? Is. Yeah, <laughs> See, it really is. Was that the cowboy one. one? Yep. That one's uh, good. I think the second one is. I, I think the second one's my favorite. God, now which like, one's the second one? The, the second dark one's where they go to the like future. The, you find out the parents have been killed. <sighs> like that, that like Marty's dad has been murdered by Biff, and that oh, Biff has taken yeah. over the world yeah. with the book. You like it because the bully wins. Well, no, it's not. Well, he doesn't the bully win at the wins. end, right? I mean, does well, it, no. everything spoilers. No, spoilers. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry for twenty thirty. That one's yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, that one just it's too dark for me. Ah, oh, see, I it's like too it. mean. I like it because I go to the future. There's all that stuff going on. I don't know. Yeah, I think but it's... Back to the Future Three, I love it. It's got all the weird. It has that weird mix of like sci-fi tech and old west, which I love that kind of shit. And at the yeah. end, it has a flying train. Yeah, it has a hovering, flying tra- time travel train. Yeah, but that's not. It has like fins and flaps, and it's cool. But that's not as cool as hoverboards. Hoverboards are oh. awesome. Well, hoverboards are pretty cool. But that was there, by the way. The hoverboard. The well, of- Mattel makes perfect replicas of it now. Oh, that's awesome! And I saw a dude that he was so excited he got his hoverboard signed by Christopher Lloyd. That's so cool! Oh my god! Yeah, well, I know the coolest awesome. thing ever. Yeah. I know Nike took out the patent for the self tying shoelaces. Uh, they they made them. 
Did they actually make them? Yeah, they I, made, I like, just saw that they had the patent. For remember, it. they did like a yeah, they like did just a, a patent, and they did like a couple of them were like one. Uh, they did like about they did about a five hundred. They did about five hundred of them, and all the money went to the uh, Michael J. Fox's um, Parkinson's fund. That's cool. Oh, Foundation. that's amazing. Because he and Christopher Lloyd came. They actually came out to I believe Nike out in Beaverton, and they shot a special commercial just for those shoes. Like they got back in the unit costumes and wow. That's yeah. cool. I did no idea. Somehow yeah. I missed all of this. They're not okay. self-lacing yet, but they look just like them. They do the light up and the mm-hmm. whole, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so and, they're, and they're joking that R&D has, they have two more years now to get it right, because 2015 is where Marty goes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, is there, um, and then also, did I see Jen write something about going to uh, perhaps meeting or seeing uh, Sir Patrick Stewart? She got to go see. He was the last panel of the oh. entire convention. The main hall, standing room only. She went and saw Patrick Stewart. He's got to be the headline. And I guess, yeah. Oh, he was the big number. Yeah. And I guess one of the jokes is that um, he actually read a few lines from the phone book just to see if it really did sound as cool as we joke it would be. <laughs> and apparently it did. Oh, yeah. Him yeah, reading she anything. She said he was amazing. She actually said the person she enjoyed the most and didn't expect it was Dirk Benedict was there. He was the original Starbuck and he was face man oh, on the yeah. internet. She said awesome. he was just hilarious. I was like, man, because I've... I've heard him before, and sometimes he can be kind of bitter. Really? Like, like he still wants to work, but no one will hire him. I thought, mm. was Dirk Benedict kind of a dick and bitter? She's like, he was hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. I want so, Dirk Benedict to get more work. I am yeah. a fan of him. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, he it's, apparently he was really cool. And I guess if you go to fliptv.com or something, or if you just go to the Emerald City Facebook page, mm-hmm. they recorded every single panel. Can so you, you watch them? Yeah, you can watch them. Oh, that's and I don't cool. know if they charge a fee for mm-hmm. signing up, but yeah, they recorded every major panel. At Emerald That's City. smart. Yeah, they're the first one to do it. They've kind of gotten them not really in trouble for it, but I know a lot of these panels, especially with the comic book people, um, they can run their mouth a little bit when maybe they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Or they're making a joke, and the person they're making the joke about knows they're joking about them. But a lot of times comic reviewers and comic reporters have zero sense of humor or oh, irony. Oh, yeah. yeah. So something that's said as a joke all of a sudden is instantly tweeted as like so-and-so said this about so-and-so and he's like that's not what I meant and then it's now it's running on video mm-hmm. so now they might start being more reserved at panels which sucks because sometimes the panels people just cut loose and it's hilarious because well, that's but fun because that's also yeah. the experience you want to see what they're really like yeah. and like their real yeah. answers to questions yeah but it was it was so much fun uh, yeah Jen and I on Saturday we were dressed as Pam and Krieger from Archer um, I was. Creator. I saw your picture I of that. I was a fucked up scientist, but she went as Fight Club Pam. You find out in Archer that Pam made money in college by basically just beating up dudes in Fight Club uh-huh. and like killing them. And she went as that. And she went her as that. Her Pam hair was perfect. Her Pam hair was perfect. The look she got was great because we just bloodied her up. Like we wrapped her hands in athletic tape and made them all bloody. Squirted <laughs> blood all over her her tank top shirt. Squirted blood on her face a little bit. And then we tied dollar bills to her shirt because Pam stuffs the money inside her tank top as she's beating dudes up. <laughs> so she's there's a lot of and it's kind of funny she went to a um, she went to a cosplaying panel uh, put on by a woman I forgot her name who's been professionally costuming this for ten years. Wow! Like she makes a living doing cosplay basically. Damn. Wow! Giving all these tips and one of the first tips she tells people that is if you're going to do costume as like especially like superhero characters. Um, you need to learn how to do a fighting stance because people are going to want you to pose like you're going to throw a punch or a kick. She says, and unless you've taken like fighting training, he's like, she's like, the average person doesn't know how to swing a punch. Right. And when you hold the pose, it looks like you don't know how to swing a punch. She says, it looks bad. Huh. And Jen knows that in the picture. She's like, she's like, you can tell I've never been in a fight because all of my, she's like, I look like I'm someone from the 1950s posing in a boxing room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the people that know it, like they do right poses. So she wants to actually 
She wants to learn how to fight just so she can do posing. <laughs> so hey, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that is pretty cool. But yeah, Adam West and Burt Ward were up there. Billy D. Williams was up there. Lando. Did you meet Billy D? I didn't get a chance to meet him. Yeah. Oh, Billy yeah. D. But I did because Keelan gave me some copies of Star Pilots Revenge. He's like, dude, if you see him, like you got to tell him like. This record exists because of him. Oh, like, totally. Without Billy D. Williams and Lando, I would not have made this. Yeah. Uh, I did actually get it to one of his handlers who said he would give it to Billy D. But, I mean, I don't know, but I did give it to one of his handlers who said he would give it to Billy D. Williams. And they're usually pretty good about that. That's oh, cool. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Really it was a lot of fun. And, you know, there was the party. Friday night. Fuck. We went out with the Seafair Pirates. You guys think PDX Yar does crazy stuff. Yeah. The Seafair Pirates are far worse. And that's <laughs> a, a Seattle a cr- version. Yeah, and A, it's a crew of all dudes, so just kind of let you just imagine where that goes. <laughs> they have, you know, um, I think Portland has one, one of the ducks, those amphibious buses. Oh, yeah, yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. Seafair Pirates have one of those that they've converted into a pirate ship. Really? That they've built over the duck. Wow. With like a raised <laughs> poop deck where the captain of the Seafair Pirates has his own swivel chair and then like basically the first mate that he gets to pick <laughs> sitting like 30 feet off the ground as we're doing like 25 miles an hour in downtown Seattle. <laughs> There's pirate crew hanging off the edges of the duck on like ropes. These guys run around this thing all the time and they're leading off, honking, cutting off traffic. At one time, we go to climb a hill, and the and the and the and the pin broke in the engine. It went, and it slid back twenty feet. They slammed the brake shit. on. Every, I mean, <laughs> that the, sounds terrifying. The driver is sober, but there might have been flasks being pointed around as we went bar hopping with the sea for pirate. And it was fun, and I had a great time. After the second bar, when we were kind of thinking, like some of us have to get up early and go back to the con tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They were also getting rowdier and rowdier. I was like, we have, we have to go back. Like, we have to go home. Someone's going to die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was probably too many people on this thing. And, yeah, they're just leaning. How is that even legal? <sighs> yeah. <okay. laughs> Fair enough. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I, but I think, that, I think Seattle's just used to these guys because we had cops drive by and wave at us. <laughs> and they're hanging off, like, drinking from, yeah, mate, and, like, and, they, and they've got a siren on it and a light and a, a big old air horn. They just... It's midnight through like fucking Capitol Hill where all the hips, <laughs> all the hipsters are asleep, and all of a sudden, just go barreling through. Ah, oh god! And Seattle's fucking the pirates. worst with fucking pedestrians walking out in the street too. So you guys are lucky oh. you didn't plow anybody down. Oh no! People get the fuck out of the way of this thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you got that loud of a horn blasting you, and you mind know. you, one of those duck boats are already huge. Then add an additional fifteen foot header of a ship <laughs> on top of it oh. with a spike at the very no you get the fuck out of the way when this thing comes so alright let me ask you this about Emerald City because we were we were debating about this uh, later yeah. last week you mentioned it on Friday the hookups yeah is it is it one of those is it is this um, an orgy convention no okay well I mean well is it a hookup convention because it doesn't necessarily have to be not an orgy. normally I mean I mean hookups happen at every convention sure mainly because you're in an industry where you're you're really tight and you might have attractions for certain people, mm-hmm. but you're all professionals and you're cool about it. But at these big cons, they always throw after parties and, you know, whatever. And you get a few drinks in and you're no longer at your booth working. Your boss isn't there anymore or whatever. Right. Or your boss is just as drunk as you are. And then all of a sudden, like, all the – you're still professional, but all the kind of roadblocks in your head that would have been, look, I have to work with this PR person every week mm-hmm. as they promote my talent's books. Uh-huh. Like, I can't go, like – put moves on her, feel her up, and end up in a belt. Like, I got to be cool because yeah. we're work together. It's clearly, there's an attraction, but we won't do that because we're professionals. You get about five drinks in or whatever, and you kind of just look at each other and like, yeah, yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and it's like, it's on. And it's like, you know. And it, Which is and, another reason why it's smart to go home after the second bar when you're riding around town. Exactly. In a giant yeah, yeah. pirate ship. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like what I've talked about. It's not like Dragon Con. Yeah, Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Dragon Con's the orgy con. Dragon Con is scary, what you will see if you're not ready for it. Um, but this year at Emerald City was a little different. Um, I, I I know things that I will not talk about. Okay. Um, not personally involved with me. Like, nothing... I was fine. Jen and I, that was it. Nothing personal. Mm-hmm. But I heard enough stories. Because the last... You guys probably noticed this, too. Like, the last six months have been really hard on relationships. Sure, mm. yeah. Like, a lot of relationships have ended in the last I've six months. I've seen a lot of... Yeah, a lot yeah of, there's a been lot a lot of, shit, of that. A lot of turmoil. Well, the same things kind of happened... I, I don't must something must be in the air. I don't know what. Mm. Yeah. There were a lot of newly single people in Seattle. Oh. Oh. Newly were, single drinking at a con. Newly single drinking. Yeah. Like, you know what? I've been seeing I was with this person for five years and I was, you know, monogamous and faithful. I'm single now and I've wanted to bang you for years. You wanna? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me too. You're single again. Woohoo. There was a lot of that. And I'm I was actually joking with cable that we're kinda worried that the Stumptown might be the same way. Oh. Not, and it's not that kind of show, but again, you get you get hundreds and hundreds, thousands of very creative people all together. There's already a charge atmosphere. Yeah. And if... And if the, someone's newly single and looking to find somebody who has yeah, similar so, interests... Who yeah, and so many of these events... Kind of, yeah. yeah, and there's so many events where there's parties. You get a few ounces of courage juice into people. Uh-huh. And... Oh, so it what sounds kind of like Vegas. So like, what you're it, promising yeah, is for the Stumptown Comics Festival is that pretty much if anyone goes there, they're going to get laid. No. <laughs> no, I, as the communications chair, I would never make such claims or promises. Now I know what it feels like to be Greg or Sarah when I run my mouth. Yep. <laughs> no. Guaranteed. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, no, there were there were there was apparently much fun times to be had in Emerald City last weekend. Oh, good. Uh, during after hours, and I had fun too. We didn't even go out Saturday night, and I feel bad. That was when Merrick was going to celebrate her birthday, but I felt the onset of con funk. Oh, um, did it set it? I was it, it because it Greg good. had given you a complex about the birthday rules and you didn't want to go and take any of the glory? Well, no. That wasn't it. No, no, no I'm saving myself free, for next weekend. Yeah, and he had a free pass for last weekend to do it. Yeah, and, I was, yeah. and people that I will mm-hmm. only see in Seattle did buy me drinks. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So they didn't count yeah. against me. Yeah. Um, but the con funk, I can imagine how well, that's, if that's that many people. Is it the con funk? Is it like a smell or con funk is like an I, like con, a, a way like that? No, it con funk is when you start to get smell. sick. There's the smell, but the other uh, definition of con funk is when you feel your body starting to get sick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that I wasn't getting sick, but y- you're running and running and running and running. You get there Friday and you're exhausted, but you hit the floor running and you do all your things. And we were out until 1.32 a.m. Saturday morning. Oh, uh, yeah. I had to be up and raring to go Saturday morning to get to get down there. Mm-hmm. And again, like you, you don't stop at conventions. You're on your feet. I mean, you go to panels for a couple hours or whatever, but you're on your feet constantly. I probably walked like 10 miles that day. Wow. Within the confines yeah. of the convention center. Oh yeah, I mean the convention center is huge. Yeah, so. and you eat like shit, unless you're smart and you pack food, which I forgot this year. So you eat shitty food. You're running on nothing but sugar and caffeine for mm-hmm. the most part. You hardly have any water. You're tired. You're exhausted. Your body's worn out, and that's your body's way of reminding you, like, all right, you better slow the fuck down. Yeah, gotta eat something. Or healthy. like, if someone sneezes by you, we're gonna contract whatever it is. Like our immune system shot. Yeah. And around eight thirty or so, or eight on Saturday night, like I felt it. Like my bone, like my Starts. joints were aching. My throat was scratchy. My eyes were scratchy. Jen was feeling the same way, and I was like, and we both felt bad. We're like, we can't go to her thing tonight because it'll be another two a.m. thing, and. It was. And it looks like like an amazing time was had, and I feel bad. Mm. If we'd have gone 
I wouldn't be here today. I'd be sick right now. Yeah, I'd be, yeah. I'd be yeah. at home in bed right um, now. You know, yeah, we're all so. getting a little older, you know, some, especially since you just had a birthday. You know, we're all – the hand of time is coming for us all. you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, that's true. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone in the chat is asking what a panel is, just to explain that. Right? Uh, a panel is like know. a – there's some guests up on the dais, like behind desks or podiums, and you um, they're talking about like a specific subject. Yeah. You know, so you it's like a panel or a workshop – so a panel can be all about breaking into comics as a writer. And there's three people on stage that are all – they have all broken into comics within the last couple of years. So they're telling you how they did it. Or a panel is like, you know, yeah, Patrick Stewart is on stage talking. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of what they are. So when Patrick Stewart's up there talking, does he talk about, like, himself? Does he just answer questions, like, about Star Trek? They usually ramble on for about half an hour, and then they'll take questions from the audience. And they'll get – they'll get these really – sometimes, once in a while, you'll get these amazingly insightful questions. And then other times it's like – what was it like when you saw the Borg the first time? <laughs> like, they'll get that, too, you know? So, I mean, that's... I kind of wanted to know the answer to that. What? Just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there. But that's yeah. the kind of stuff they get, like, you know. Was it cool to be on Star... You know, did, did you like being a, an X-Men? Or what was it like to meet Hugh Jackman? I mean, they'll get a lot of that <laughs> stuff. But once in a while, they'll get, like, pretty insightful questions that we'll, they'll give real answers to, but... What, uh, what was the coolest costume you saw? And we'll like, I know we're asking you tons of questions I know. about this, but oh I'm just curious God. just because I've never been to it. Yeah, the coolest costume – man, I don't know. There were – there are so many amazing costumes there. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if you don't have an answer, that's, that's the fine. problem. Is like there were just... so many great ones, and a lot of them are, are mashups that if you're not really super deep into pop culture, mm-hmm. like you won't, you won't get it. Like one guy was full-on dressed out as a predator. But he had mixed up uh, with DC Comics. There's these characters called the Black Lanterns. Mm-hmm. And they're basically they're undead Green Lanterns that resurrect the dead. So he matched those up. So basically he was this evil supervillain and a predator. Oh, I and they do these costumes. they do these mashups. Um, the Ermagerd comics guy with girl was there. This dude had dressed up <laughs> as the meme. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that is a great one. Yeah, there were two Wonkas that stayed together the entire time. There was the... Billy, uh, Gene Wilder and Johnny Depp Wonkas both as Wonkas and they hung out the entire I don't know if they went together or if they met each other the first day and decided let's do this they're like we're Emerald City Comic Con soulmates yeah and they wandered point. around together and they'd go up to people like hello hello and they'd hand out <laughs> did you like some candy little boy I have candy too and they would and they stayed in character the Gene Wilder one could do the flip and the other one as a Johnny Depp was creepy and creaky and like his leather fetish gear and the pale white skin oh that's hello. awesome yeah it was it was really cool um, I want to go as that for Halloween. There was a Ned. Actually, one of our friends came as Ned. He's much thinner and smaller, but there was a Ned Stark there. Really wow. good Ned Stark. Oh, cool! And all day he kept hearing, "Don't lose your head." <laughs> ah. um, <laughs> there was a Khaleesi there. There were multiple Khaleesis. Oh, really? Did anyone like uh, do Khaleesi? It actually, was there because she was working the makeup. She's on local a, Khaleesi. Yeah, she was working the makeup booth, and I believe. Did you ever see Captain America? Yes, she was dressed as one of the USO girls. What? Oh, those are great costumes. Yeah, I was a fan of that. Yeah. Um, but they had this big costume event, cosplay event, and one of the women who was going as had different versions of Khaleesi mm-hmm. throughout the series. She had multiple times she changed. But for the event, they kind of have to do a quick little bit on stage to really sell their costume. She came out as the about to be accepted into the tribe with Kyle Drogo, the whole, like, you have to eat the heart yeah. Khaleesi. Wow. So she came out, like, all dirty and crabby. looked amazing. And then she reached into this bag that she had, and she pulled out this giant fucking gummy heart covered 
and corn, red corn syrup and oh. just fucking oh, tore into oh. it. That is awesome. And she's like, just rip, and she starts to like chant in Dothraki. Like she had memorized <laughs> the language and she's, and she's just doing it. And like she finally goes, and she like spit the last bout out like on the stage and the crowd's like, whoa. I mean, she was just fucking sold and she just strutted off stage. Wow. That's didn't say her real, because they all said, my name is blah, blah, blah. She didn't even give her real name. Boom, gone. That oh is awesome. God. Yeah. I kind of love her. You guys have to go <laughs> next year. Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want to go. Maybe we can all get like a big room somewhere. That would be fun. You just got to be able to handle it. Oh, I think I can at this point. I'm we're talking for about Rose maybe, City and for, and for Stumptown. I'm so for jazzed everything. for Stumptown, yeah. obviously, and for Rose City. Yeah. But I like the idea of like getting a whole bunch of us and renting one of the suites at the Sheridan. I think that'd like be Like one fun. of the two Heck bedroom yeah. suites that can handle a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I like it. Done. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Awesome. So that was my weekend. Cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, I had a weekend with my ladies this weekend because one of my good friends, Kels oh Bells, my. was in town. Oh my! Which consisted of drinking champagne all day Saturday and then watching The Room in its entirety and then watching a bunch of Lifetime movies. It was oh amazing. It was the girliest time ever. Just champagne and pizza in the room. Oh my! That's <laughs> champagne <what I> <laughs> dreams and pizza. Something. Yeah, that uh, that is pretty mm-hmm. exciting. It was pretty exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I I won't go into it too much, but I, I did get uh, I hung out with Keelan for a little while on Friday night. And, oh, Tequila! Uh, let's just say he has a new nickname, <laughs> and his nickname is Tequila. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll let him to he'll, he'll talk he about whatever he wants to talk about. Yeah, yes. on Geek in the City, but uh, mm-hmm. Tequila is awesome. Tequila. <laughs> I like Tequila. <laughs> I do like that name. That's gonna have to stick. <laughs> Um, well, it's right. better than the other name he almost had for a while. What was it? Well, his, his lady friend might have a cute little nickname that he doesn't like us repeating. Oh, oh okay. Is it Sugar Bear? Sugar Bear. going to be Sugar Bear? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> All right. But it might be one of those cute little couple names. Oh, that's... Oh. Okay, we're going to have to find that out. <laughs> I want to I want to know that at least off air. He's going to be so pissed now. Um, right. Well, I've got, I've got some uh, some ball talk to do. We've got some world of crazy sure. to do. Sarah, uh, which would we like to do first? Um, we could do some ball talk. All right, let's do that. All right. So we're we gonna call Keelan Sugar Bear from now on. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. They call me Sugar Bear. I think that it should be like his first name should be it should just go by Tequila and Sugar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a morning. It sounds it. like a morning show, actually. <laughs> it does. Hey, you're on with Tequila and Sugar Bear. Tequila and Sugar Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. Uh, in ball talk, a couple of things uh, to get to here first. Locally, what do you want to say? Congratulations to the Portland Timbers for tying. Tying. I did. Sorry. Oh. I did just think of one more costume that's kind of related to ball talk. Yes. That was up there. All weekend long, there was the original Seattle, um, the Sonics. Uh, guy had dressed as the original mascot. walking on. I guess in the 70s, he used to be just a guy with a big old fro. That's right. Yes. He, there was a guy dressed as him in the original, like, old school Supersonics jersey. That's hanging around a sign cool. that said, I still believe in Seattle basketball. And that he just walked around the con all weekend like that. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> all right, that's awesome. All right, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, that's good. All right, so yeah, the Portland Timbers uh, tying the New York Red Bulls. Look, I want to support the Timbers, and, and, and I'm a fan. MLS needs to change this tie thing. I know, I it's know. It's got to go away. It just doesn't work here. That's my only criticism. And I know there's tons of Timbers fans, and I'm going to get all these angry emails about, no, this is how it works, and this is good, and they still get points. And 
I understand, but a tie sucks. Ties always suck. Yeah. There should be a winner and a loser. That's all right, I'll that's take my the, only. I'll take the heat with my you. Only I, thing. I concur, and I have can, I have friends that are soccer fans that hate the tie thing too. Can yeah. can, can, can basketball games ever end in ties? No. 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 I know football can eventually if it's not they a championship, can, and they need to fix that too because there was a tie this year. It was uh, I think San Francisco. Really? Because it's somebody. hard. It's got to be two quarters, no score. Like you yeah. have to work really hard to have a tie. Yeah, in NFL. it's it's tough to do, and they can't have a tie in the playoffs or anything. Of right. course, but I know baseball can't have a tie either. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it uh, it it can happen in um, in MLS, and damn it, it needs to change. All right. That was my only thing. Congratulations to them. Also, uh, one other thing. Gonzaga University, which I have some friends who went to Gonzaga, is now going to be ranked number one in the NCAA in basketball really? for the first time ever. should tell my <laughs> wife. She went there. Did she? Yeah. Yeah. No, Did they're going to be number Gonzaga? one. No it's Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga? Gonzaga? Gonzaga. I think it's... She says Gonzaga. I don't know. I don't watch movies. I don't know. I hear both. I don't yeah, whatever. watch movies? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> wow, they're number one. The Catholic wow. University in Spokane. So yeah, they uh, yeah they are they are number one. So well, they're going to be number one. That's what the uh, that's what everybody's saying. Statistically so anyway, speaking, I don't follow NCAA basketball until uh, till the insanity of the month before April when all that stuff goes on. <laughs> but anyway, there's there's that. All right, moving on to ball talk. This has to do with somebody who used to work in sports, then didn't for a while, now wants to get back in, and I'm talking about Keith Olbermann. What? Keith Olbermann. Keith Olbermann, like, wow. the, like the guy, yeah, the from MSNBC yeah. and then current TV, and got fired from both. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He used to be an ESPN announcer. He was an, really? yeah, he was an ESPN so, yeah. commentator. Okay, mm-hmm. weird. I was had he, no idea. Wasn't he the original Booyah guy? Didn't he? That wasn't. I that don't his know. Thing? I don't know uh, uh, if yeah, that may be true. I, I have no idea. Um, but I know that he he used to be yeah an ESPN guy and then he moved from that into you know all the political talk and doing all those things yeah and now since he got let go from current TV he is wanting to get back into ESPN so I guess they're having meetings about it talking about maybe bringing him back on which he was he was a good ESPN commentator interesting I've seen a lot of clips of it I didn't watch a lot of him at the time I wonder but what, I mean huh, I, I could see him being entertaining my Politico friends will think about that for him going from you know politics to basketball well, I guess it is still well, politics that's, but, but he went from yeah. that to begin with I mean that's what he started off with the return to innocence return to ESPN <laughs> so Keith Olbermann possibly doing that uh, other current events in, uh, in in the world of sports there is this the Oklahoma City Thunders forward Serge Ibaka Maybe getting a suspension today because of the hit that he had on Blake Griffin over this uh, yesterday against uh, when when the Clippers and Thunder were playing each other. It's towards the end of the game, and Serge Ibaka. You can look up the clip on YouTube, and that's probably going to best explain it. But they're him and Blake Griffin are both going for the foul. Serge Ibaka reaches across the front of him with a with his hand out, and <laughs> bam! Karate chops him right in the crotch. Karate chops Blake Griffin. Yeah, I mean it's a. It's a pretty boy. And we've talked about this before. Basketball guys don't wear cups, right? No, not generally usually. not. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? No, I didn't realize that either. Probably inhibits it running. Yeah. It's, it's a pain in the ass running. I don't, I don't know. You know I mean, generally, pain, you know they don't more get of a pain? Yeah. <laughs> getting karate chopped in the yeah. nuts. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it, he ended up only getting a flagrant one foul. Flagrant two means you're ejected, and then you face possible suspension. He only got a flagrant one, which, looking at the replay, it deserves getting booted. Yeah. I mean, whether you like Blake Griffin or not, it's... It's pretty blatant. So, so did he punch him or kick him? He did a karate chop. Reached across the oh, front okay. of him, karate chopped him right in the nuts. Yeah. And and dropped him pretty quick. Yeah, that's Damn. Kinda... So I, I'd expect something to be happening with that. All right, moving on in ball talk. 
Here is a lesson in always make sure you cite your sources and make sure you know what you're talking about before you post it publicly. So Bleacher Report <laughs> is the or, the uh, news organization where I think it was Friday I was playing the clip from CNN where they're the new sports partner with CNN, where it was the guy talking about uh, the hot dog eating contest, oh, asking the female reporter. Yeah, she's like, it's 12 hot he asked her how many hot dogs she could eat in a, in a nine inning game, and she said twelve. And he said, "Ah, oh, that just that turns me on." Yeah, so wrong. It really is. And wrong. like that little spindly, like any spindly <clears throat> sports girl reporter could not eat twelve hot dogs. By the way, ah, well, whatever. Just a fact. Yeah, it turns me on. No, mm-hmm. That was what this guy said. So, <laughs> so with that, there is now this story coming out, and it has to do with a Bleacher Report guy who went online Saturday night and announced, said this that there is a rumor. That Les Miles, head coach of Louisiana State University. Now, that's a, if you don't know college football, that's a very big name in college football. Louisiana State's one of the biggest powerhouses. Very big personality. <laughs> uh, saying that Les Miles was rumored to be stepping down the next day because of the revealment of an affair with, an, with a student at LSU. Not cool. Saying that he had been having sex with some student at LSU. So it's just saying that. So what? This is what he said. Okay. This is what he said in that. And, um, of course, now I'm, I'm, I can't pull up the exact tweet that he had because my uh, computer is doing that to me right now. Of course. But. It knows when you need it. It knows when I need it. It knows when I need it. But nonetheless, that is pretty much what he said. And he let that sit out there for about eight hours, which of course. Wow, that's irresponsible. Once you post that on Twitter, you know, it stirred up this whole thing to where there became huge rumors going on. And it turned into a story based on what this guy said. However, uh. finally, he came back on and said, oh, yeah, no, it's just a rumor. Eight hours after he had started this whole thing. Um, okay, here's what he actually had said. There are rumors that... There are rumors that LSU head football coach Les Miles will step down on Monday after allegedly having an affair with a student. But he let that go. And then finally came back and kept saying, well, no, it's just a rumor. Well, it's not confirmed, but it's, it's a rumor. And then saying, I don't deserve any credit for this if it ends up being true, but still feeding the flames. Finally, he names his source. It was from a website called Bama Online, which is an Alabama fan site, which, of course, is like a big, big rival of LSU. These were just jackasses, trolls online talking about their football team. And one of the guys had said that. Some random person on a fan website. And he took this as as, uh, basically good enough to start up this entire thing. All off of a, oh my all of a rumor on a fan site. All off of some irresponsible so, posting. Really, what I'm trying to get at is: be careful where you where you cite your sources from, where you get your sources. A fan website talking about opposing coach, not generally a good yeah, uh, that's, a good source. And somebody who's associated with CNN, and they're like, so they are their sports. People, that, yeah, right? they're yeah. the new partner yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. That seems like yep. something that needs to be handled pretty quickly. Yeah, some sort of I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Bleacher Report went from this online blog who blew up into something, and you know they they have some good information on there. I'm not gonna. I mean, obviously they were good enough to become a partner with CNN, which bought them. But For uh, now. Is, but is yeah, it like, it's you gotta be careful, man. Is it like how Perez careful. Hilton became like the celebrity blogger to the stars by default because he was such a little bitch that he just like kept on poking and poking and poking? I mean, and like writing stuff because that's how he got. That's how he got. Making yeah. all this stuff up and yeah. then just yeah. finally, everyone's just like, all right, well, I guess he's tried the hardest, so he's doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, if that's exactly how it worked. I mean, some of their stuff isn't bad, but yeah, it's it's certainly not looking good for CNN. Like, if you want to associate yourself as the as a legitimate news organization, don't uh, don't be doing stuff mm. like that. Turns me on. All right, moving on in ball talk. Oh. <laughs> We've got this. Uh, this is, has to do with something that was a very first in NFL history. 
and didn't last very long. So right now the NFL has regional, uh, regional. Let's see, what do they call them? Regional combines, where they have got, I believe, eleven of them going on right now in different cities. And essentially, it's this: you can apply to audition to the NFL. Yeah. Hmm. As a as a player in your own whatever kind of thing you want, and there will be scouts there that will watch it. The way it works is you pay two hundred seventy five bucks, but you also have to be pre qualified to get into it. So not not anybody can just go do it. You have to have a history of some kind of like college sports or okay. semi pro or something uh, that they will deem enough to get in there. And this this uh, last weekend was the first time ever that a woman tried out in a regional combat. I was going to make a joke about me not being able to do that, but mm-hmm. she tried. That's she tried awesome. Out. Now, her name's Lauren Silberman, and she had a history in, uh, play, I believe, playing college soccer is what she played. Yeah. And she wanted to go in and audition to be a kicker. Now, this naturally got a lot of attention, and there was tons of media there to watch her, and she went out and uh, and signed up for it. And what it is, they have you do like five field goals and then a couple yeah. of kickoffs. Well, didn't she keep claiming that she could always hit a field goal from 60 yards out? Yes. She made a lot of claims, a lot of claims about how good she was. And she's 28 years old and made all these claims about how she was going to be able to do it, and she was going to be the first one to break all these boundaries. She went out there, and she did audition, and her very first kick went 13 yards. That's about the distance well, from end to end of our studios. Oh, here. kicking! But she hurt herself like in first kick. Well, then yeah, that's what yeah. I'm. That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> oh, with sorry, it. I'm so, spoiling your yeah. story. Sorry, <laughs> right, Greg. I'll just shut up. <laughs> go ahead and finish it. Uh, no, so <laughs> and she's hot. I'm just going to go ahead and top that off for you too. I know you're going to get to that eventually too. <laughs> Boobs and I'm out. So she she did. She said that she hurt her quad while she was while she was doing it or while she was preparing to try out earlier in the week. And then she went ahead and did another kick. That one went 19 yards, and that was it. She was done. She hobbled off. Mm-hmm. So, well, she so she paid the uh, money to be able to try out for this. Yeah, it, but the thing was, she made such a huge deal about it, and it was just kind of a letdown. You know, I mean, if she could kick, if she actually could legitimately kick, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NFL wouldn't care if she could kick and make field goals. They would hire her on. That mm-hmm. would be it. But no, uh, 19 yards and 13 yards They'd is probably not love it going to get you. kind of a PR goldmine. Oh, yeah. And it was a big PR goldmine, too, just because just because they got a bunch of attention. Yeah. You know, more attention than you ever normally would for this thing. But uh, yeah, not so uh, yeah, cause not so good. Didn't yeah. they say normally, like, just a couple of local reporters usually show up to this event? And this time That's there was, like, it. 100. I don't know if anybody's ever moved on from one of these things to actually make the NFL. I, I don't know. Mm. There's been, like, open tryouts for think, teams before. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of open tryouts. People have made yeah. that before. There's the whole movie Invincible, which uh, Dove Davidoff, who we had on the show on Friday, he was in that movie about... Based on the story of this guy from Philadelphia who tried out for the team, ended up making the practice squad, I think is what it was. But anyway, that was the uh, groundbreaking news of a woman trying out. She, she well, thanks did, for embarrassing us good. ladies everywhere there. I mean, yeah. I could kick more than 20 yards, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much anybody could. Uh, so, all right, there we Just go. Just don't go on Twitter and claim it's because you're a woman being kept down. It's oh, not. I yeah. hate that shit. I hate that shit. I Unless you want a job in radio. And so far, she hasn't oh. tried to claim something like that. Oh wow! No, no, no. Oh, there's wow. something Zing. funny. I forgot my uh, just having to do with crazy people on radio. My sister might or might not have sent me an article that she read, written by somebody who might or might not be Jeff, writing about like my sister's like, "Holy shit, is this the crazy girl that you talk about sometimes?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, it is. It's nuts." That's all I'm gonna say about that. Sorry. All right, all right. Oh. oh, she is cute. Did she have to cover Emerald City at all? Your sister. The con? I don't think so. I swear to God, I was eating in a restaurant in our hotel that overlooked the city, that overlooked the street, and mm-hmm. you could kind of see up into the bar. 
and there was a woman that looked just like your sister waving up at us. Oh, could have been. And I waved back. I was like, is that Heather? And like, it looked, and I thought... I wonder if she has to cover the con. Oh, she might have. You know, I haven't spoken to her. I'll right. ask her today. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. <laughs> well, there is something else that's coming out, and this just happened today. And it is the uh, very viral video that is going on right now. And it has to do with somebody locally here from Portland. Professional golfer by the name of Ben Crane plays in the PGA. Put out a video of, I guess I wasn't unaware of this. It was like a year ago or so called Golf Boys, where he and several other professional golfers got together and made a rap video. Oh. Well, just yeah. today, Golf Boys 2.0 has come out. <laughs> oh, God. Get ready, And it's 2 point, numeral, like, number 2.0H, 2.0. Oh, wow. And it is, in fact, a song about golfing, and I have it here for you now. Oh. So just to make sure everybody's aware... This is Ben Crane, local Portland Local golfer. boy. Local boy. Done good? No, not good. Uh-huh. Not good. Golf boys, man. 2000 Trizatine. Ben Crane. We running this short game. Hit him in the net. Come on. 25 inches on my golf cart ribs. Going bubble long, better watch out, kids. So far, coming out my shoes, ain't afraid to cry. Oh, how the birdies love me, love me, love me. Almonds in my bag, cause they yummy to my tummy. Pictures in my back swing, baby, that ain't funny. Got my SPF on, cause the sun is sunny, sunny. We're going flat bills, we're going flat bills. Ricky Fowler, 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 flat bills. We're going button up, we're going button up. Bubble the bubble the bubble button up. Okay, okay. Is he serious? Is he doing that seriously? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, all right. The cock-cock-cock sells it. <laughs> well, there is uh, another two and a half minutes left of that that uh, we'll post up so you can go find it yourself. That is Ben Crane with Golf Boys 2.0. We'll see if we can get him on the show. That concludes this no! edition of Ball Talk. As I've said before, if you get him on the show, I'm going to be sick that day. I do not want... Oh, come on! No. No. I think an episode of the Dally Sessions needs to be sports songs. Yes. I will help with that. Yep, there you go. I will absolutely help with that. No. No to all of these things. Yeah. No. Scott missed all of my ranting and raving about him today, too. (laughs) Where is he? Oh, he'll hear about it. No. Nobody would tell. Nobody will tell. Oh, jeez. Men don't tell. That damn right. Best Lifetime movie ever. I did watch two Lifetime movies called The Woman He Met Online. Watched that on Saturday. Also watched The Surrogate. Dun, dun, dun. About a girl who's obsessed with a, um, a teacher and him and his wife can't have a baby and so she offers to be the surrogate but then she holds the baby hostage because she really is in love with the guy but then she doesn't want to give the baby back to them. It was pretty intense. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hey. You thought we started hey. the issue of the... Hey, everybody. 
If you thought we skirted the issue about the world ending, you might be mistaken because it has just been reported that Egypt has been struck by a swarm of locusts just ahead of Passover. Oh. Yes. Who Those uh, those who thought that it might be exaggerated, think again. Millions of locusts In are, Egypt? Swooping, yep, are swooping down upon Egypt. <laughs> yes. As a reminder of those who think the account related in the Passover Haggadah. Might have been an exaggeration. Think think again. Millions of locusts have swooped down in a swarm from the skies, from the heavens, onto Egypt. The locust plague, yes, plague, struck over the weekend in the Giza region, home to a cluster of famous pyramids. Officials estimate that at least 30 million of the insects have swarmed onto the fields and farms about 15 miles southwest of Cairo. The locust swarm is causing massive damage to archi- uh, uh, agriculture in the area. What was that? What was that word? Agriculture. <laughs> Why am I? What, what agriculture. Was, what, Holy shit. What am I? Dyslexic? Agriculture? Agriculture. 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 Yes. All right. Residents have been warned not to drive away the locusts themselves in order to avoid creating further damage. Instead, Egyptian armed forces and border guards are attempting to fight the swarms with all means at their disposal. That's going to end well. Like, what are you going to do? I don't know. We're going to shoot them down. I don't know, which in no way should make you feel scared at all. Agriculture. A scared? A scared. Agriculture. From agriculture? Agriculture. I hate you both. I'm going to stop talking here pretty soon here. All right. Well, uh, we can eat locusts, though, I think. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. Why would you eat bugs? Uh, people, Why would yeah, you drink you spiders? Why fry, would you eat bugs? Fry them up, I think. Yeah, I've mm. had fried. Yeah, I've had it. I've had ants, too. Don't they make, like, chocolate-covered ants? Yeah, both yeah. of them. And chocolate-covered ants. Hmm. Well, pound for pound, they have more protein and lean meat than any other Gross. protein product out there. Gross. Um, well, weather forecasters have predicted strong winds are soon to come, which he hopes will take the locusts toward the Red Sea and Saudi Arabia. The department also plans to use crop duster planes. <laughs> Blow them off somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. to address you the deal with them. Yeah. So it's not quite so much handling it as waiting for the wind to come and blow them away. Yeah. Well, that's what you do. <laughs> well, in other Saudi news, Arabia. Yeah. I've got some crazy girlfriend stories. Jackasses. start <laughs> now. All right. Headline reads... Man fakes his own kidnapping to avoid his angry girlfriend and gets arrested. So this guy's name is uh, Ramel Petway. Uh, he spent several weeks away from home without letting his girlfriend know where he was. And after spending that time away, the 36-year-old knew he was in trouble. So Petway, whom the NYPD describes as a career criminal, came up with a plan that he would fake his own kidnapping as an excuse as to why he hadn't been home to his girlfriend for the past three weeks. So uh, police found Petway after he had been reported missing between two cars in Harlem, apparently looking like he'd been beaten with his mouth, hands, and feet duct taped together. After initially telling police he couldn't remember what happened, he then changed his story, saying he'd been kidnapped in Brooklyn by two men driving a light blue minivan. Now, uh, the story would have worked if Pettyway had remembered to cut the duct tape roll from his wrist, but either he forgot to or wasn't able to. The NYPD became suspect, and Pettyway later uh, later confessed to his scheme. Uh, one of the officers on the scene says, He's a total moron. It was a pathetic attempt to pull the wool over his girlfriend's eyes. Pettyway has now uh, been arrested and charged with filing a false report. Uh, no word on what his girlfriend had to say about the situation. What would that get him, though, pretending to be kidnapped? That just got him out of hanging out with her for a little while, or yeah, and I think maybe the excuse that he was gone for a few weeks, probably I don't know, banging someone else, and yeah, so he was gone for a few weeks. Yeah, said he okay. was gone for all right, um, for several. He spent several weeks away from home without telling his living girlfriend where he was. How do you spell his name? Uh, it's Rommel R A H M E L L. 
Uh huh. And then Petway, P E T T W A Y. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just leave her. Like, yeah. If she's so crazy, you want to. If you, you have to fake a two-week kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe maybe you're not it's confrontational. Not That's yeah. fine. I get that. Yeah. Write a letter and yeah. just never come home. Yeah. Uh, say like, you know, I'm done with you. This is P.S. Please don't throw my TV in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and Keelan, uh, you're, he's asking a question. Their ethnicity is not specified in but the story. I'm, so. I'm looking to see if I can find a picture. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll keep on the lookout. All right, this one out of uh, Ontario, out of Lindsay, Ontario. A Canadian couple is facing domestic assault charges after attacking each other with chips and dip after fighting over the last beer. <laughs> you thought that this just happened in the States? Oh, no. Our yes. Sisters to the North. Yes, police in Lindsay, Ontario, say they were called this weekend to a home where they there had been, whoa, 15 previously documented reports of disputes. When officers arrived, they found both people, the man and the woman, covered in chips and dip from head to toe. <laughs> oh, the horrors. Their names have not been released, so unfortunately you can't find them, but a 39-year-old man and 41-year-old woman face charges of domestic-related assault. How do you even assault someone with that? You just throw chips at them? Yeah, wait a minute. This is like a food fight going Canadian on? Canadian yeah. domestic assault, assault involves like chips, like chips and dip. <laughs> That's what they I mean, call it like there. Even their fights are oh, cute. It, it know, was a vicious right? scene. And you know every time they got... Oh, by golly. I've yeah, never every, seen anything like it, the horrors. <laughs> yes, every all. time they took some French in and dipped the face, you know, that was, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, they must <laughs> have wasted half a bag of chips. I mean, those rings are pretty good. It's a pretty good Trailer Park Boys yeah. impression yeah. there. They're, they they're the Canadian, aren't Fucking they? Fucking Leahy. Yeah. They're, wow. they're in the Canada, aren't they? Mm-hmm, they are. Okay. They're in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Fucking Leahy. All right, in other news, for something that might be um, kind of a man's worst nightmare, maybe. Uh, I was Let's waiting. See what's going. It is a It's nothing to do with... It's something that perhaps the penis created, but it was something that might have been taken Child from the penis support. without its consent. Oh, actually, you're close. A Louisiana <laughs> man is suing a fertility clinic and an ex-girlfriend after the sperm bank, unbeknownst to him, handed over two vials of his sperm in a paper lunch sack to the woman who then conceived a child with it without his permission. Oh, Wow. That's a lot of stuff going on at once. So I, this again. Okay. A Louisiana man is suing a fertility clinic and an ex-girlfriend after the sperm bank handed her over two vials of his sperm and gave it to her, who then conceived a child without his permission and is now seeking to get child support. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. So this, uh, so this woman's name who... Who took this... Uh, who took the vials from... This is a little confusing. I, I've read it several times to try and make sense of this. So... This woman's name is Toby Duvall, which makes it even more confusing because it's a boy's name. And I'm like, all right, that's the girl. That's, uh, okay, Toby's to the it. woman. Toby's the woman. Toby Duvall. Toby Duvall is being accused of having bluffed her way into getting the sperm and creating a baby by impregnating herself with the sperm without her ex-boyfriend Lane Harden's consent. And they're saying she did this purposely out of vindictiveness and to punish him for breaking up oh, with so her. Oh, so the ex That's had so donated best. sperm. Yeah, so her ex-boyfriend had donated sperm. So there's more and, to the story. And so she got that specific sperm. Oh. She got his specific st- sperm <laughs> and wow. impregnated herself with it. So uh, Harden, who was the man, also alleges that the sperm bank and the affiliated fertility clinic had an utter lack of safeguards and protections. Now Harden could be and will be asked to pay child support for the two-year-old boy that he didn't even know existed. Despite never authorizing the use of any of his sperm. Like he had it at the sperm bank saving it for him because he was getting, he had gotten a vasectomy. So he was actually holding on to the sperm in the sperm um, donation clinic. Now isn't it? If it's at the sperm donation clinic, doesn't that remove him of any kind of 
No, right, this no. has happened before. All right, so, so the guy's name, so of course the boyfriend's name is Lane Harden. And back in 2002, Lane Harden and his then-girlfriend, Catherine LeBron- LeBlanc, agreed to freeze some of his sperm after they had a previous son who was now 12. Harden decided to go and get a vasectomy, but he wanted to share. He wanted to save some of his sperm in case he wanted to have a, future ch- a child in the future and decided to conceive it. So they paid annually to keep the sperm cryogenically frozen in this sperm bag. Oh, man. However, the... The couple, the couple subsequently broke up, and then Harden began dating Toby Duvall, who was the woman that stole the sperm. So Harden and Duvall had a volatile on-again, off-again relationship that ended, hmm, two years ago. Harden and LeBlanc alleged that Duvall walked into the Texas Andrology Services sperm bank, asked for and was given Harden's sperm, no questions asked. What? <laughs> who would she, do that? She then went next door to the affiliated gynecological, uh, gynecological Associated Fertility Clinic and was professionally inseminated with his sperm. Wow. Did she just like bring a note? They yeah. never checked. So there was that a, was like, he said cool. Yeah, put this in me. Get this, there was a written contract that specified uh, the only person that could t- access the sperm, which was the man whose sperm it was, yet the sperm bank let her walk off with the two vials of sperm and they never checked. That is so fucked uh, up. What do you know? A representative for the sperm bank says, no comment when reached. Of course, um, uh, get... Get your attorney ready. Yeah, uh, now Toby Duvall has a son, now two years old, that she had with the sperm, but Harden has never met the boy. Um, both parties live in a small town, and neighbors tell the man, after he's actually seen pictures, he had no idea because they haven't been in contact. Uh, the boy looks exactly like him, too, oh, which is dude. even more fucked up for this guy. I would sue the shit out of that. Yeah, well, that Harden's lawyer says the man may ultimately be forced to pay child support. So it's going to be tried in a Houston court in April. That's where the sperm bank contract was initially signed. There's more to this. There's got to be more to this. There's no way uh, they would just hand that over. I don't know. That sounds like an inside job. Like maybe a friend worked there? Yeah. Something. Something, I would hope. Unless it really is just that easy. It can't be that easy. Like name somebody specifically and take their... like. That they're paying. That's like walking into a, a regular bank and being like, uh, "Yeah, I'd like uh, thirty grand of uh, Lance's money." I'm his buddy. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Just give it to me. It's cool. Yeah, yeah we're pals. Cool. I love how they keep specifying yeah. too in a paper lunch sack. Like it's just like the two vials of sperm in a paper lunch sack. See, that's what's weird. That's why I think that she knows somebody there because yeah. mm-hmm. I've known people that have that have gone this route, and it's like. They don't let you at least leave with it. No. I would think there's a lot of paperwork involved. And they sure as shit, when they have to transport it, don't put it in a paper lunch sack because it's frozen. That's kind of the point. And it has to be unfrozen in a particular way to be more viable. I guess she she got lucky. Muscle tough. Um, Damn, there was a Lifetime movie. I saw a Lifetime movie about this like a year ago. I remember someone's bringing it up in the chat about this girl who moves back to her town and her and her husband are having problems conceiving. So she goes to the sperm bank and you know to like try and get her eggs inseminated, and then the other girl dresses up like her and then takes the eggs and has them implanted into her uterus. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of crazy. That That's, is a that lot is of a, crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, one more crazy story. The girls can't have all the fun. Let's go for some guy. Of course, this is out of Florida. This is a man named Roosevelt Allen Douglas II, and he is from a town called Hawthorne, Florida. Uh, Roosevelt Allen Douglas II has been accused of masturbating in front of a woman. But police say that he told them that, no, 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 no. He wasn't masturbating. He was just trying to fix the hole in the front of his pants. What is with men and the holes in the fronts of their pants? Uh, Douglas, 32, was at the home of a woman uh, last week when he allegedly started 
masturbating in front of her. The woman called police, and when she left the room, he followed her outside and later called her and asked her not to tell anyone what happened because he just had a <laughs> hole in his pants and he was trying to put his penis back in. So Douglas's version of the story that he accidentally flashed uh, her due to the hole in his pants and that he was only repeatedly touching himself to try and fix the situation. No, no, it's well, too big. It can't stay in. They don't want to tear it anymore, so. You want to help me? Yeah. <laughs> well, Roosevelt Allen Douglas II of Hawthorne, Florida, has been arrested and charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition. I can say lascivious, but I can't say agricultural. 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 And that, my friends, is your world of goddamn crazy. Just peeking out. Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. Got another damn hole in my jeans. Ooh. Oh, Lordy, what did I do Can this Can you time? help me? Yeah. <laughs> I can't seem to manipulate my penis enough. Ah, n- ah shucks. Man- I don't, don't say manipulate. Manipulate the penis. <laughs> I try not manipulate it. It's pushing out of a hole. It's like an angry turtle. <laughs> just gnaws its way out. <laughs> oh, no. Lady, can you help me with my blutter? Oh, excuse me. Don't even start. A blutter. Don't even start. Greg, I saw in the chat that you said something about birthdays. Tell me about birthdays. <laughs> Trying to change it up a little bit, huh? Oh, Scott says the war is on. Oh, I'm sorry, Dilly Dally. I'm really afraid of you. We'll see. There are more scary clown pictures than there are coffee pictures. Wow. Spiders. Wow. I'm going for it. Aaron, you I'm going to need to recruit you to secretly. You know he's going to throw you, he's going to throw the picture of the spider behind the clock, the spider on the roll of toilet paper. So he has one that has people have known about my fear of spiders for a long time. I've been exposed to all these images. Mm-hmm. So Well, maybe you can help memes. me. Can you, maybe yeah. you can do a little like ghost right, like ghost clowning for me and help me find some like really creepy Ghost clowning? clowning? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something that I see. No, so he do. can be like my underwear because yeah. Aaron has this um, amazing capability to find the worst and the best things on the internet quite Yeah, easily. I'm a horrible person. So what I'm saying is that I might need his his searching resources to be able to find something to, a- to accurately oh, no. disturb But then you're Scott getting involved. No, well, here's the thing. Scott betrayed our show many a few months ago. Uh-oh. We've gone long do? past... Just simple pictures on his Facebook page. And he knows it's coming. What did he do to, to uh, betray you he, guys? Remember Honker the Hobo Clown? Yes. Was meant to be a gift for the studio? Yeah. He got rid of it. Oh, yeah. Remember, he That's gave it away. Right. He gave it away as a bur- as a Christmas present. Oh. So, vengeance will come, but much like... Uh, see, there's the same uh, picture showing up in the chat box. I'm used mm-hmm. to that. But much like... It's like con. Revenge is a dish served. I will wait. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I have patience. I have all the patience in the world. Oh, no, you don't. Yes. You're right. I don't. But I mean, yeah. I'm gonna find something really <laughs> fucked up to post on there. <laughs> I would. I would say this will run its course in about. A I day. got a video for you. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be perfect. He might have seen. I know. I gave it to Donna. It terrified her. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we do have a couple of birthdays. Uh, Tell so me more. We uh, we have. Let's see. Amy would like to say. Happy birthday to Bree! Oh, wasn't it? Oh, didn't it? You, was it just? I think Amy's it was the other birthday? way around. Yeah, was Bree saying happy birthday, Amy? Before, and then there was a Valentine's. I'm, I love. I'm they're confused. my favorite lesbian couple. Yeah, happy Amy, birthday, Amy. Ladies. Would like to say happy or birthday to Bree. Bree. Yep, happy birthday, Bree. Happy birthday, Bree. Happy birthday, Bree. Happy birthday, Bree. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And we also need to say happy birthday. To Edmund. Edmund. Happy birthday, sir. He has a very regal sounding name. Yes, it almost indeed. sounds like Garland Fincher, like he could be a detective with him. Yes, and yes, Detective Garland Fincher. Garland Fincher. With my partner, Edmund. Happy birthday, Edmund. Edmund lives Happy in Maine. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Is that how that goes, Greg? Hot sure. damn right. Yep. All right. 
Yep. Good. I'm, I'm glad to know that. Yes, indeed. Ooh. Well, I did find one quiz, but I don't know if we should save it for tomorrow. I just found it. It was really funny. Um, our buddy Aaron actually had posted it. A different Aaron. Girl Aaron. Right. Aaron V. Uh, had posted it on our Facebook page. And it was, uh, there are a lot of quizzes. Like, there's this website, BuzzFeed, that puts up a lot of quizzes. And this one in particular was Portland-centric, which I thought might be fun. All right. Play, All right. Okay. Because it is something that, you know, something that has kind of been... Something we've been talking about on the show all day, which would be coffee, not spiders. Okay. Yeah. And uh, another thing was perhaps strip clubs. Yeah, I'm a fan of yeah. both of these. Yeah, things. I, I thought like you that. Might be. Right, I like that. Let me find some music. Caffeine and titties. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh. All right, here, let me pull this down. Oh. <laughs> I just like this music. All right, so how does this work? So what this is is basically it's a quiz from uh, BuzzFeed.com that was sent to us uh, by Aaron. Mm -hmm. It's called, and it is local. By Aaron. By Aaron Aaron Valentine. Yes. Aaron V. Okay. And so she sent this to us uh, thinking that it could be fun. And I think this might be fun. I I haven't played this yet. I want to see if you guys know. It's just a short one, but it's Portland specific. And it is called, is this the name of a Portland strip club or a Portland coffee shop? All right. Okay. First up. Cellar door. That's a coffee shop. Coffee shop. Yep. yep. Correct. Yes. Next yeah. up, number two, office. Oh. I don't think I know this one. Office. Office. I'm gonna guess it's a strip club. Like I'm going to the office. I think it's a coffee shop, but it's your show, so. Well, I guess we don't have to guess the same thing. All right. So you guys are both one and one, so you guys can guess separately. So right. you think coffee? I think air- coffee shop. I think strip club. All right. It was a strip club. Oh, yeah. good job. Right. All right. Uh, the Red E strip club or coffee shop? Um, coffee shop. Yeah, I will also go coffee. Shop I think I've on seen it. One. It is a coffee shop. It's yeah, on right. Alberta, I think. Okay. Um, Hawthorne Strip. Come on. Oh, that's yeah. That would yeah, be a strip club. club. All right. Yeah. Um, Acropolis. Yeah, strip club. Strip club. Yeah. Uh, public domain. Coffee I'm going to say coffee shop. Coffee shop? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, it sounds like a hippie coffee shop. Yep. Extracto. Extract. I don't know if I want to go to e- either one named that. I think it's a coffee shop. Yeah. I'm going to go strip like club. The caffeine from the beans. I'm going to go strip club. Thinking, yeah. It is a coffee shop. Yeah. Oh, oh we're tied again. Okay. Oh. Back to tie. All right. Magic Gardens. We all know that strip one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Dolphin. Yeah, yep. strip club. Yeah, strip club. Blue Kangaroo. <laughs> That's a coffee shop. Coffee shop. Really? I would guess strip mm-hmm. club. It is a coffee shop. Yep. Uh, Maglia Rosa. Maglia Rosa. That's too complicated for a strip club. It's yeah, be too a many words. Shop. Coffee shop. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Palace. P-A-L-L-A-S. I'm going to go that's a strip, strip club. club. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's too That is correct. All right. It is a strip club. All right. Oh. And apparently, whichever ones of you I was listening to, I got 12 out of 12 right. Yeah. So we do know. Wait a minute. We each got one wrong. So yeah. that means you each got 11. Oh, wait, no. Oh, but so you we each got you 11, picked. but okay. you picked. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah, just so. like picked gotcha. one. Yeah. So All right. that means that I won and you guys lost. And that's Probably somebody likes a comment of too many words can't be a straight, you know, too yeah. many words got to be coffee. That's yeah. too complicated to I say. I still want to go no to way. the pitiful princess. You know, you and Jen can go. She wants to go so bad. Every time, just, yeah. Every time my girlfriends and I talk, we're like, "Let's go to the Pitiful Princess." All the like, girls need to go. I don't want to go to the Pitiful Princess. I just look, and I like a skeevy strip club mm-hmm. at times, but I don't want to go there. And she really wants to go to the vegan one. I just don't want to be around vegans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard the ve- yeah. I won't say anything. Never mind. I will not slight any. I heard that yeah. things happen there. I heard things happen that that are that. Things and people happen. assume that because it's vegan, it's super healthy and clean. No, no. no. Well, you know what is clean and not a strip club or a coffee shop. 
Yes? What are you segueing? Sorrell's on Hawthorne. (laughs) (laughs) Sorrell's on Hawthorne on 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Uh, I'll take the blame for that one. They have vintage coffee paraphernalia, though. They do. They do. It's honestly, it's a fantastic store. If you are here in the Portland, Oregon area, uh, you need to go there (laughs) and check out Sorrell's. (laughs) Don't use my uh, spin on that. They also sell sturdy vintage beds that if you bring home a stripper can take the punishment. There you go. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Sorrell's is fantastic. They are. They are sponsors of the show. They're friends of the show and also sponsors uh, with Geek in the City. They sell our T-shirts there, and it is a great place to go to. So go to Sorrell's. Saw Hawthorne. listener at Emerald City wearing a Geek in the City Radio T-shirt. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. It was sweet. That's, oh, that's very cool. cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. All right. Um, I want to have more coffee, but I'm afraid of coffee spiders still. And Scott Daly, consider this me saying it. It's fucking on. You don't even on, know. Huh? You don't mess. You know what? Scott might think that he's got me, but he doesn't. He should not mess with crazy. He should know this by now. Yeah, you already I've, seem. A how are you going to? There's a Lily factor. Like, what side does she take? Lily totally respects a good fight. That's true. That's she why does. she liked Honker the Hobo Clown. Mm-hmm. She loved it. Oh, she yeah. respects it. She respects yeah. it. I won't yeah. do anything. To, I, I know the limitations. I know the rules. I'll play by them, and I will win. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up at 7 p.m. today, Aaron? Uh, yeah, 7 p.m. Accidental Housewives. Housewives. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, yeah, the other show I do. <laughs> you do a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah, so uh, tune in right here to the Fun Employment Radio Network at 7 p.m. for Thank that. Thank you for hanging out, everybody. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you, guys. Geekinthecity.com. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Take You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.